Same. Same, but different. I would literally rather eat the fake vegan burger that is cooked in the juices of dead animals over this fucking tasteless shit. of opinion natives welcome back to just ryan's opinionation with me just ryan of course it is always me how are you all fucking doing because i realized that i didn't actually ask you how you were doing in the previous episode speaking of the previous episode if you haven't listened there are two episodes that you need to be listening to i mean well you don't really have to you can kind of listen in any order you want because they don't tend to flow from one to another you know this is not a a series, if that makes sense. But if you haven't, maybe you should go back and listen to a couple of the other ones. Maybe episode one, because in that one it was actually funny, but everything in the world is going to fuck. So I'm finding it a little bit hard to talk about funny things right now. Okay. In this episode, we are going to be diving into the world of a newly found vegetarian. I say newly found, I've been a vegetarian now for about seven months. Uh, I haven't believed in God for as long as I can remember. And yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Like I said, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, you can do. Also, I released a triple drop on this one. So this is the second of three episodes that I dropped today. So you should have four episodes in your feed. Speaking of your feed, make sure you follow, subscribe. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, to give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. It goes a long way to helping push the content out there, which obviously, is extremely appreciated. We'll be dropping a new episode after this every single Sunday at 12pm GMT. GMT is British time, if you did not know. And if you want to get involved in the conversation or you want to submit any questions, comments or queries, or maybe you want to come on and share your opinion with me and the Opinionation, you can get in touch with us on social media. It is at OpinionationPod on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I am at ByJustRyan on Twitter and Instagram. And you can use the hashtag OpinionationPod to share your views. So in this episode, which is entitled The Veggie Atheist, I tried to record this episode once already and it it, it was okay. It went a little bit here and there. Um, but what I thought was and what I've been thinking about, about recently is my McDonald's experiences, which haven't been the very best, I have to be brutally honest with you. And I just forgot. Sort of, so when McDonald's reopened, I got quite excited um, initially um, because everyone loves the cheeky Maccas every now and then, and they were closed for quite a while. The one where I live opened up a lot later after some of the other ones did. We actually have two where I live, and we have Uber Eats here as well, um, which we got just, I think we got just at the end of last year, maybe, 2019. So when McDonald's was reopening, and we knew that the one local to us was reopening, I got quite excited initially until I remembered that I'm a vegetarian, and that Literally every fucking vegetarian offering from McDonald's is absolute trash. Like, it's absolute fucking trash. Like, I would love someone from McDonald's if they want to get in touch with me at Opinionation Pod. Let me know. And just someone explain to me why your veggie options are so shit. That would be amazing. And so, yeah, so it dawned on me that actually I wasn't as excited as I thought I was. Ordered an Uber Eats. 
15 minutes later it came, left a tip because we're nice people. And yeah, it just wasn't fucking good. I mean, the only thing I was really looking forward to was my mozzarella sticks. And they came and they didn't even give me the fucking tomato salsa. So literally, what's the point? I was like so disappointed. It was disappointment on top of disappointment. Literally, at this stage, I'd rather just go and eat the fucking carcass-drenched vegan burger. But yeah, I just... It's just not on my street at all. And the thing is, is becoming a vegetarian, the one thing that was really, really imperative to me was flavour because I like lots of different types of food. I like flavours, big, big flavours. And I'm always really worried, and I was very worried when I became a vegetarian, that I was going to struggle with trying to find flavour. And that's one of my main issues with the offering from McDonald's on the vegetarian side. It just, it's just not, it, it's just not good enough. It just really isn't good enough. There's a local sort of takeaway around here called Steph's that does, they have a massive menu and their vegetarian offerings are amazing. Even their vegan offerings are amazing. So much you can get. And I'm like, cheaper than McDonald's as well. But yeah, Mac has just let me down and it's been a bit of a struggle. But becoming a veggie is, is hard when you're used to eating so many different meats and you're flavoring everything. It's such like a, a difficult transition. And for me, that's what we did sort of at Christmas. Me and my other half, we started a, a challenge to basically do a month without meat. On the first day, we both fucked it. Both ended up having meat for breakfast and not realising and then being like, shit, we're vegetarians for the month. She hasn't kept to it, but I kind of decided in January that I was happily going to just stick to it. So I have been 100% vegetarian since January and it's not been very easy. The first few months were difficult not going to lie, the first few months were really difficult because you have to adapt to the fact that you don't eat meat and that you have to start being a lot more creative with what you make and how you make things. Corn is amazing. I will say that. that if, if you're a bit of a lazy cook or you don't want to have to go out and find new recipes and learn other ways to make things, corn is tremendous for that because every single corn product that I've had, it tends to be an image, especially the imitation product. So you've got obviously your corn pieces and all the rest of that, but sort of like your corn nuggets or your corn steaks, they all tend to taste exactly how you would expect their meat alternatives to taste. So it makes it so much easier. The sausages, the steaks, the chicken, the chicken burgers, I had those recently, all really, really good. And even they taste better than some of the Mackey shit that I've eaten. So that's really, really difficult. But in the beginning, yeah, I struggled. I just got back to the gym as well. So I'd been going to the gym pretty hardcore at the time. And nutrition-wise, meat is just easier, right? Obviously, I'm not a vegan, so I haven't had to lose my dairy aspect. But having meat is just... When you're, when you're doing fitness, I guess some people would say that the ideology is, is that you need to have your chicken breast, right? You've got to get your steak in. And that was definitely a bit of a struggle as well that I had to deal with, was trying to find out how to get that protein intake until you actually realise that there's actually more protein in some plants than there actually naturally is in chicken anyway. So you kind of, you pick it up and you figure it out as you go. But what I wanted to do in this episode, especially on the vegetarian side of things, was not bore you with my vegetarian story. I'm not a vegetarian for any religious or sort of any ethical reasons. I'm a vegetarian because I tried it for a month and I was cool with it. And I've just decided to stick to it because I feel a little bit healthier being a vegetarian. But I think we need to talk about the real important aspects of being a vegetarian, which is where the fuck can I eat that's actually decent? Because I feel like being a vegetarian and eating out, especially takeaway style, which is obviously what a lot of us have had during this pandemic, 
there's your major good, you're up there's, and then you've got your major fails. Like McDonald's, I'm sorry. I hate to put it out there to you, Ronnie. Me and you have been friends for a long time, but in this vegetarian life, me and you cannot be buddies anymore. The vegetarian options at McDonald's are not good. Obviously, you've got uh, Burger King. Now, everybody knows that Burger King did the the Impossible Whopper, which was basically a Whopper that wasn't actually made of meat. But then there was a scandal that apparently it was being cooked on the same grills as the normal burgers, which is what I alluded to in my intro. That's a good burger. It's pretty good. It's pretty decent. And, and then the KFC vegan burger as well is it's good. It's not terrible, but... McDonald's need to up their game, man. McDonald's are slacking. We're talking like serious levels of slack here. I'd love to know what you guys think, especially vegetarians, vegans. I think it's a lot harder for you guys. But for you vegetarians, I'd love to know exactly where, well, exactly what you think of your takeaway options. I mean, going out to restaurants, it actually isn't that bad. And it's actually quite easy for me to go out, especially when before the pandemic, going out to restaurants and having a vegetarian offering wasn't actually that difficult. It was actually quite easy. And, you know, I like basic food anyway. I just like big flavors. You know, I can happily eat a bowl of pasta with an arabiata, but the arabiata needs to be right. So with McDonald's, you know, if you're going to give me fucking veggie burger, but you're going to turn them into sticks or something, like let's get some five spice or, or some shit in there. Like I'm a massive fan of falafel, which is great. Um, and I love cheese, so mozzarella sticks and stuff like that all goes down well, but nah, the offering just ain't there in Mackey's, and like, I swear to God, I was so happy when they reopened, but then gutted when I remembered that I was a vegetarian, and speaking of God, I don't, well, we, we all know this, if you haven't checked out my YouTube, you should, you just head to YouTube and hit just Ryan, I did make a video on this about being an atheist and who wrote the Bible. And yeah, I've been an atheist for a bit of a while, actually. It's not something that eh, it's not something that I ever really talk about because I don't think it's important nowadays. I think there was a time where not believing in God or being an atheist was kind of like, sorry, you're a what? Whereas now I think a lot of people are atheists because a lot of us find it hard to believe um, in someone we've never seen, smelt, felt, touched. There's just a bunch of different reasons. I was massive into science at school. So I'm a big believer that most things in the world can be literally described or explained through science. And yeah, that's just how I am. I'm not a Scientologist at all. I just believe that, you know, there's no scientific proof that I know of that God was real and I don't believe a single word of the Bible so it's been really really difficult for me but like most black people when you grow up you go to Sunday school which is what I had to do and you start to learn about God and that was something that I did in the early days I sat down and I kind of learned about God and I was kind of told about all the different things and and you know and the journey and what we should believe and what we shouldn't believe and I think at, in the beginning it was easy for me to just be like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, so he did this and this person did this and this met the message behind this is this. And then I started to ask questions and that was kind of where it really went downhill of, uh, for, well, for pretty much me and, and some of my closer friends that were also going to church is that we couldn't really get any, what I just, what I would describe as definitive answers to our questions. Um, you know, there were just certain things that just didn't really add up. And as you get older, you do start to ask questions, don't you? And you do start to wonder why certain things are certain ways or or how certain things could happen. Like, you know, someone who 
hasn't been able to walk their whole life being able to get up and walk or someone who hasn't you know doesn't have vision can somehow see and, and you, you you ask these questions because you get to an age once you get past the santa stage and the two fairy stage and all the rest of that you you know you start to question your life after your parents have fucking lied to you for the best part of seven years you start to wonder if anything you ever knew was true and so for me i was quite an inquisitive child i think maybe about the age of eight i i asked her I asked one of the teachers, I'm doing that thing with my fingers, I asked her a question and I can't specifically remember what it was about, but I think it had something to do with Mary. This was probably what, this, Mary was my biggest, Mary was the biggest hill for me to overcome. Uh, it seems like she was the biggest hill for a lot of people to overcome because, uh, you know, Mary is a virgin. She's um, Jesus's mother uh, and she's a virgin. So this goes against everything that I was taught in biology. Um, like I said, I was big into science at school. And this was just against everything that we'd been taught in biology and early stages of sexual education. And I started asking the question, like, how? And no one could tell me. They just couldn't. And, and this was like my first real big query was, no, I need someone to explain to me how someone who hasn't had sex can give birth to a child and it's really weird actually because i read the other day and it's only twitter so it could be full of fucking shit but i read an article the other day about apparently there's some sort of parasite going around that's getting women pregnant <laughs> like it just <laughs> it sounds fucking ridiculous but apparently this is this is the situation there's a parasite that's going around getting people pregnant maybe it's the same one that got mary pregnant i don't know but i asked the question and i was like a little bitch so i'd go and i'd get my friends and i'd start you know fucking twisting their mind as well and saying to them well have you thought about it how does this make sense and yeah then eventually we all just fucking went to a teacher all at once and was like explain brenda and obviously brenda couldn't explain and that was when i started picking apart the bible and i started asking more questions and i wanted to know more about things you know and some of the lessons in there are are, are very well put together but i struggled with that and you know, I kept going to church because it was something that we had to do um, until I got to a point where I just didn't want to go anymore. And I don't know if I was like 11 or 12, like when I was kind of old enough to just be like, no, nah, I don't want to. And I didn't really ever have to explain why I didn't really go anymore. I think everyone kind of knew early on that I was a non-believer because I was always that pestering nuisance in our sort of Sunday school youth classes where I would ask the questions and no one would have any answers and it was really funny because some of the other people in my class would start to try and give me answers and it was it was amazing to see just how much they believed which which is not a problem by the way like if you're a believer then you're a believer that's your choice but the the way that they would really try and some of these people around me would try go above and beyond to to try and explain to me how some of these things were possible, but never could. And it was, it, it, it fell on deaf ears mainly because for all intents and purposes, as much as I respect people's religions, I'm just not, I was not someone who was going to be, I was not someone who was going to be swayed easily without any kind of explanation. And for me, I feel like everything in the world has an explanation. Um, and if there isn't an explanation, then if it isn't something that I can use one of my senses to articulate, then I just don't believe it. And that's it. Like seeing is believing, feeling is believing, hearing is believing, tasting is believing. Like that's just the way I feel. 
and before anyone pipes up, yes, I know I didn't go through all the fucking senses then. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't really ever believe. And so I stopped going to probably there were probably a few of the teachers who were happy I stopped going to be fair because I started to I started to sort of chip away at the integrity and respect they had from other people in the class when I put them on the spot um and there was a few of the elders there that you know swore that I was sort of I had the devil in me or whatever the fuck and they didn't want me to go anymore either because their kids were coming home and asking questions and yeah it's um it's just one of those things and sort of since then i've i've just you know i don't preach about being an atheist or anything like that i'm you know i'm not ricky gervais it's not something that people you know if people come to me they say oh you know he's an atheist he's a veggie atheist like no one comes to me and says that but it's definitely something that if somebody asked me you know i would i would explain it to them i'd say it to them I'd, i'd i'd tell them that yeah you know i don't really believe in god and if they you know really wanted to ask me and wanted to know why i'd i'd tell them as well and Sometimes people don't want to hear it. That's the main thing. It's, it's a case of it's very easy to ask me why I'm an atheist. But, you know, it's it's a lot of people don't really want to hear it nowadays. And we're not as preachy. Atheists, we're not as preachy as other religions, especially the Jehovah's Witnesses and Christians. I think Christians and Jehovah's Witnesses, like the, you know, that is some of some of the the worst offenders, I'll say, when it comes to being preachy. You know, we're not that preachy. I think the only other, I think the only other group of people that are probably more preachier than Jehovah's Witnesses are vegans. You know, the joke is, oh, how do you know a vegan is a vegan? They'll tell you like, ha oh. ha As a vegetarian, I probably, I don't take it as far as I used to, but I know a few very preachy vegans as well. Uh, and they do feel to me like the food versions of Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and, you know, there's been a few junctures in my life where people have asked me, to explain why an atheist and i would tell them and they'd say okay well you don't believe in god and i would say no and they'd say okay what explain to me why you don't believe in god and i'd give them a trillion and one reasons as to why i don't believe in in a god and they'd say well how do you know and i'm like what kind of fucking question is that like what do you mean how do i know how do you know he's real you know and these were some of the battles i'd have with people they were like well well how do you know that you know, Mary, you know, Mary didn't get pregnant, you know, from a parasite, <laughs> you know, well, apparently God is Jesus's dad. So he, he blessed her with a child. How do you know? And this is just how I was. And you can probably, you can probably see why I was described as problematic in a church setting, which by the way, our church wasn't a church. It was a leisure center, which also, by the way, I'm just going to put this out there. For any Christians uh, or religious people that are trying to convert people to religion, especially as a young child, you know, it's very, very difficult to try and convert someone who is who is influential, not influential, someone, someone who can be influenced um, without them being in the correct setting. It was really, really hard for me to pull up to like the local leisure centre and, and go to church there. I'm like, what are they saying a church? just weird right it was just yeah i don't know ours was literally in a leisure center and like the main service was in the gym and then we were just in like a little back room at the back and it was literally a leisure center it had like a football pitch it had a tennis pitch it was like a full-blown leisure center like in my immediate like in my local area and that for me again at the start was kind of like but this isn't even a church like this isn't a holy place of worship and then obviously then you'd get people tell you that, oh, God is everywhere. And yeah, so that was always really, really difficult for me. I have got some friends that are still 
you know, well, I say still as if they, they ever weren't, but I have still got some friends that are, you know, devout Christians. And it's amazing how actually for all intents and purposes and, and for people's different ideas on how religion works is it's just how it's surprising just how similar and how easy we can talk about him being a Christian and me being an atheist. It's always extremely easy. And he's very respectful of the fact that I don't believe in what he believes in. And we do have some back and forth sometimes where I might question and, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more sarcastic and dry. So I'll say some stuff. And it is a lot easier as an atheist to question a Christian than it is for a Christian to question an atheist. And atheism isn't a religion. It's really, really weird because some people say, what is your religious belief? And, you know, atheist is normally there. You know, when you fill out forms and it says like, oh, you know, what's your religious belief? And you have like atheist. And I'm like, well, I don't really, that really shouldn't be in there. But then I don't really know if not believing in God is a belief because I don't believe. Okay. Hmm. Answered on the postcard? I don't know. Let me know. Hashtag OpinionationPod. Get involved. I'm pretty sure there's loads of Christians that are going to be trying to come down on me for this one, especially once I start using the hashtags and and sort of doing optimization, which is fine because this is Opinionation and I like to have an open conversation. I'm just talking to you guys a little bit about why I'm an atheist and how I became an atheist and, you know, why I don't believe and just why I don't eat dead animals anymore, <laughs> which is really weird. And I say that, and it's really funny because when I used to eat meat, one of my friends always used to, any meal we had, he would always try to be as vulgar as possible to sort of take, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, we would go to McDonald's back when I could actually eat a decent McDonald's, and he'd be like, oh, you know, how are you enjoying your animal carcass? Or, you know, are you enjoying your... I don't know, fetus, or he'd, he'd say whatever it was. And it's really weird because as a vegetarian now, I use that kind of terminology as well in jest, just like him. But at the time, I was always like, oh my God, you're so preachy. And he's a vegan. So I was always like, oh my God, you're so preachy. And it's just really weird that now as a vegetarian, I am also kind of being like, yeah, you know, give me, give me this, this shit wrapped in fucking, you know, pig skin or whatever the fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've kind of, got to that point as well where I'm not ridiculously preachy but I'm kind I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm kind of preachy but I've never tried to convert anyone to being a vegetarian like when people ask me I just tell them they say you know are you a vegetarian for ethical reasons no I'm not are you a vegetarian for religion no I'm not because I don't believe and one of the main reasons why I've remained a vegetarian is for the health aspect the health aspects I watched a documentary on Netflix and you know, there were loads of athletes in there that were vegetarians or vegans. And, you know, they scientifically went through the value and the improvements that being a vegetarian can have on your body, like having that plant-based that plant based diet. And I don't really know if I can say like plant-based diet. Uh, I'm plant and dairy because obviously I'm a vegetarian, I'm a vegan, but not eating meat effectively. And some of these things blew me away. And like, as I alluded to a little bit earlier, when I was talking about being an atheist, I'm huge into science. So you know, when people can come to me and talk to me about the science behind certain things, I'm in, I'm already invested. And it's great to be able to look at a result, whether it's a graph or a numbers or a percentage or a statistic that actually shows you that being this way or doing something this way can actually work. And I feel like a lot more people could probably view a lot of things in their life, whether it's nutrition or belief, based on how and how you as a as a person and how your brain likes to absorb and articulate something. And so for me, I like stats. I like to see 
an explanation behind things. And so when I watch this documentary, I can't even fucking remember what it's called now. Let's have a look. Athlete documentary. Well, it came up straight away. I think it's called The Game Changers. Um, and basically this just goes through, it goes through lots of different little things, but the main point for me was basically, you know, not eating meat and the effects that that can have on your body and how it can help and improve your body. And I watched it and then immediately we were like, okay, this month we're going to go meat free. And I've just stayed that way. And a lot of that is to do with the way I physically feel, because I do feel physically better for not eating meat. But then it also, a massive contributing factor was the science behind what not eating meat can do for your body. Um, as someone who, like I said, was getting quite heavy into fitness again, I was extremely worried that not eating meat would mean it would be harder for me to get that intake. And although that that is, you know, in some degrees, depending on what I eat, true, mainly it isn't. If you do your research and you educate yourself on recipes and different techniques and, and, and you start to look at your diet properly, actually you can maximize and probably get more protein in on a plant-based diet than you could on a meat diet. And that sounds really fucking preachy. <laughs> I immediately feel like super preachy already. But yeah, genuinely, if you haven't watched it, it's called The Game Changers and it's on Netflix. It's a great show. And even if you're not even interested in becoming a vegetarian, it's a great way for you to just see what a plant-based diet could do for you. Because a lot of the stuff in this documentary, I had no idea. And it blew my mind on so many different levels. I was like, sorry, bitch, you what? Like having this does this to you? Not having that does what for you now? Give it a watch. Let me know how you found it. Use the hashtag opinionationpod and let me know. Jump and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag opinionationpod. Or you can tweet me on Twitter. My handle is at by just Ryan. That's B-Y-J-U-S-T-R-Y-A-N. So as I spoke about in episode two, I'd love to be doing a question time segment at the end of every single episode where I can answer your questions, queries, or we can have, uh, I can have, well, I say we, but I can have a little bit of a back and forth with you in regards to maybe some of the things that I've talked about or said in some of my other podcasts. Um, so yeah, so get involved. You can DM any of your questions anonymously or not. You can use a pseudonym if you want to uh, in the DMs of the Opinionation Podcast, Instagram or Twitter, which is at Opinionation Pod or direct to myself at by just Ryan on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, we'll kind of touch on a few different topics or if there's something that you'd like me to discuss, pop that in there as well. I would love to hear from you guys. So that is it. A little touch and nip and a little bit of a tuck in this one, episode three. Like I said, there are four episodes up in your feed now. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, hit the follow button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love and appreciate it if you could give it five stars and leave a comment. And just remember, guys, opinions are like arseholes, but just some of ours are naturally bigger than others. <laughs>